0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome back. Today is Friday. Woot, woot, stick around. We're going to encourage you today about getting happy. All right, so we are back today with my friend Jennifer Dukesley, who I feel like I've known forever. Uh, and I really haven't. We're brand new friends, but I can tell we're going to be fast friends. And if you missed Wednesday's podcast, I hope you'll go back and listen to it. Uh, Jennifer has a gift for encouragement, and I think you're going to be encouraged today. We're talking about her new book, The Happiness Dare. And today we're going to talk about uh, styles, what, what whatever our style is of happiness, what brings us joy. And I took the test online. If you didn't uh, check it out on Wednesday, you can check it out again today. I will link back to that at the show notes. Today, I want to remind you before I get into it with Jennifer today that this was my this was my week off, and so I didn't have to travel anywhere today, which I, I'm actually you know I'm not gonna lie that makes me happy. <laughs> I got to stay home uh, this weekend. Next weekend, I'll be in Kansas City, Missouri, at the Midwest Parent Educators Conference. We are traveling with one of our kids, so come on out and see me. Uh, I'm going to be—I'm really excited to be keynoting that event uh, this year. And then I will be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'll, I'll be keynoting that event as well. Come on out if you live anywhere in the area. And finally, uh, the 28th and 29th of this uh, of April is my Fearless Women's Conference and we are getting close to full for that conference that is happening in Katy, Texas. We're going to be talking a lot about how to live fearlessly in the culture and what it means to walk with the Lord and be the salt and light that Jesus said we're called to be and to do it in a way that brings a light into the culture. And I love uh Jennifer's heart because so much of what uh, she's talking about resonates with me. You know, as men and women of of Christ as, as those of us who understand the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross and who want to follow him with abandon should be some of the happiest people on the planet, not the grumpiest people. Because at the end of the day, the Bible says, we're going to win this thing. God's going to come back. And uh, we're excited. We should be excited as believers about not just what's coming, but what he has us doing right right now. And that's a lot of what Jennifer is talking about in her new book, The Happiness Dare. So she's come back today. So hey, Jennifer. Hello. Good to be back. Thanks for braving this again with me. I'm having a good time talking to you. I appreciate you, you being here. So you so you did something in your book, uh, which I thought was really fun. You know, People can find out what their happiness style is. It's like an assessment. All right. So this is where it kind of gets exciting. So I took The Happiness Dare and sort of was exploring, you know, going through your whole, um, going through your test. And I want to find out wh- how did you come up with? Well, there's five areas. First of all, maybe explain what they are and sort of how you came up with them. Cause I think it's, I think all of them are fascinating. I was actually not surprised at all with my result. I, I, I knew exactly because I was, I read them and I thought, oh, that's me. And sure <laughs> enough, I took her test and boom, was the top of the list. But I had a couple come in as a pretty close second, which
1: did surprise me a little bit. So yes, tell, tell listeners current. about the five styles of happiness. Okay, so I came up with these five styles when I began to look at the main determinants of happiness. Uh, everything from um, you know having a sense of belonging to believing that your work and, and your life has purpose in this world. Um, and so I realized that not it wasn't a one-size-fits-all package when it came to happiness. And so I came up with these styles. And it's not that I just came up with them. It was clear to me from Scripture that God is the embodiment of all these styles. Mm. So, He is the ultimate doer, the ultimate experiencer, the ultimate thinker, giver, and relater. So, doers. I mean, we are the people who are, you know, the goal setter, the task jugglers. The list um, lovers. Oh, for sure. I mean, we are as happy at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning yep. as some people are at 5 p.m. on a Friday. Yep, that's right. We are ready to get it done for the Lord. Let's yep. go, people. Get her done. And so, yeah, and people would say we're, you know, reliable and they can count on us. If somebody asks a doer to get things done, it is as good as done. Yep, and so then there's the relators. Now I score, I my top score is a doer. My second is relator, a really close second. And so relators find really high happiness in positive, meaningful relationships with others. They're the people who uh, Saturday night, come on, my house, 7 p.m., we're having dinner. Yep. Um they're the ones that have um, you know, a friend, a friend's number on speed dial. Like they have those 3 a.m. friends. Yep. Okay. Now there's the experiencers. And, um, these are the people who. I bombed this ch- one. Uh, yeah, I did too. I, was like, I realized- a, that was
0: like a negative three or something on my experience. Yeah, or-
1: we are so unfun, but <laughs> we really are. I actually have, because I love my list yeah, as a too. doer, I actually put mandatory fun yeah. on my to-do list. <laughs> you will have fun today. You will go eat ice cream. You will sit outside and enjoy the sound of the birds or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Like on Christmas Day, I will be happily doing the dishes, you know, cleaning up the kitchen, while my sister Julianne, who is an experiencer, is outside with the nieces and nephews, like doing snow angels.
0: Right? That's yep. She's the, the, the one. She's the one who's gonna, you know, she's gonna get all the money from the kids when she's older. Just FYI. They're not going to remember that I cleaned the kitchen, but they will remember that their aunts were out making snow angels with them. That's
1: right. So we do have something to learn from our other styles, right? right? (laughs) We can adopt a few of these things. We can step out of our boxes. That's right. So you know, like even an experiencer, people would automatically would think of. Jesus as a relator. I mean, He is our friend. He's our Lord, our Savior, but He's also our our friend. Well, He's also an experiencer. He walked on water, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, so many of His lessons were taught, not in places of like a temple or uh, someplace like that, but out like, I'm going to make breakfast for my friends after Mm -hmm. I'm risen. I mean, that's an experiencer. Okay, so there's three of them. Now here, the giver. Giver's find a lot of moms are givers. Um givers and dads too. (laughs) Mm. Givers find supreme happiness by seeking ways to bring delight to other people. So they believe and understand that when you share your happiness, you aren't dividing it, you are doubling happiness. These are the people who make everybody else feel like they're somebody, you know? It's Mm -hmm. just thoughtful self- and we can all think of people like that off the top of our head. Yeah. Absolutely. And um Then there's the thinkers, and this has been so fun. When the thinkers take this test, it's been so affirming. This was my second one.
0: I was a thinker. I'm a a doer and a thinker, and I said to to my daughter, that makes me zero fun. I'm "I'm a doer. First, I'm a doer, and then I'm a thinker, and then my, my relator and my giver scored. They tied. Okay. So I was like, well, look at that. Here I am. Zero fun. But I apparently have
1: somehow managed to keep my friends. <laughs> well, and <laughs> thinkers are fun, though. I mean, these are the learners and the ponderers and the dreamers. I mean, they're people who can assign meaning to like a leaf that falls, you know, yeah. probably, you know, in your the talks that you give or in your your blog posts or this is these books that you're writing, you know, they're you're able to Assign meaning to common things in the world yeah. and help us make sense of our world. So we appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, <laughs> it thank makes you. sense that that you're a doer, and it, that's a great combination and not an uncommon one at all. Um, I imagine that a lot of your doing involves thinking that ultimately is about giving and relating. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like. All of your people are with you when you're doing this. All of the people that are listening, when you're preparing a talk, you're already thinking about the people that you'll be presenting to. Mm. So you're, what you have in your combination is really wonderful and makes sense, especially for the line of work that you're in. This, in this is ministry. great. And
0: I I appreciate the um, therapy session. I'll send you a check when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I just so I, I think I might make it now till next Friday. So thank you.
1: <laughs> but you know what? I got to warn you. You need to know something. And no matter which style you are, you there are red flags. Right. Like, things you have to watch out for. Yep. Do you know what? Can you even guess what yours are? Could I possibly
0: doer? be an overworker? You possibly could. Possibly. Especially, it's yes. possible. <laughs> could I
1: possibly <laughs> not know how to relax? Ooh, maybe. I'm thinking that there's a certain level of hyper focus that can <laughs> really, you know, <laughs> hinder yeah. your... You know, it, you can't even enjoy your present level of progress yeah, it because squashes, like, it
0: squashes the experience of getting yes. the thing done that you've just got done because you're already on to the next thing because the list is so long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is where we need, especially doers, need to practice the art of what I call lingering. Mm. And now linger, that word, it has such a negative connotation, like the flu lingers or creepy people. <laughs> the in flu lingers. Us. You linger. know, Jennifer, I
0: had a really good <laughs> Good thought in my head. You said linger, and I was like, "Oh, I want to linger, just look at my husband a little longer, or enjoy my kids with making cookies." And you're like, "The flu lingers now." Now I'm like, <laughs> "Never mind, I don't want to do that anymore.
1: <laughs> okay, well now we'll go back to your, but my, you are on the right track. That kind of lingering is what we're talking about. But yeah. doers are horrible lingerers, yeah, because you know, like, let's say you've completed a chapter in in a book, or you've, you know, just finished. Um, you know, all of the laundry or whatever in your home. Oh, and so don't you love of-
0: that five seconds when all the laundry's done? Yes. I do. Sit there.
1: Take those five seconds. Soak like, it in, baby. Soak it in. Yeah. That is exactly right. There is a level of happiness that comes from lingering and doers are the worst because we immediately run on to the next task.
0: You know, there so- are so many doers listening to this right now. So listen mm-hmm. up moms. If you're sitting there and your laundry just got done, soak it up. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's
1: like the Shekinah glory coming down over the whole room, baby. You just soak that in and feel the presence of God. That's right. And just pay no
0: attention when your 17-year-old child comes in and brings his full laundry hamper. Just just ignore it completely.
1: Ignore it. Ignore it. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) Ignore it. There is this, doers especially have what's called, experience what's called residual happiness. This is um, after the the fact Happiness Like experiencers have in the moment happiness because they're always doing fun things. Doers, like I do not actually like the act of uh, folding clothes. I do not actually like the act of filling the dishwasher. Right. But what I do like is the happiness that I experience when I'm standing in the clean kitchen. Me too. Oh my, right.
0: And don't you just like step back from the clean kitchen and go, look at that.
1: Yes, yeah. and so that's the strongest kind of happiness for a doer. If we don't linger, we miss out on residual happiness. Uh-huh. A lot of our stuff is when we're in the moment. It's like our brain hurts, and our we like, especially in in work with that's at the computer or something that requires some level of thinking. It, it can be a little painful in the moment. So yep. you have to take the time afterwards to celebrate. We right. don't do enough celebrating in our culture. We're always moving on to the next thing.
0: Oh, right? true. Yep, it's really true. Yep. I think, too, as I, I, I'm thinking about, you know, the the lingering thing a little bit. I'm one of those people, this is a little, you know, this is getting a little, you know, personal, but I, I write my list. out. In fact, I'm, as I'm talking to you, I've already made a list for today. I make my little check boxes, right? I love check boxes. Mm -hmm. I make my check boxes. I almost always write things on my list that I've already done
1: (laughs) just for the satisfaction of checking it off the list. (laughs) That is good. That's actually one of the dares that I have. I have specific dares that I lay out for (laughs) different happiness styles. That's one of them. Add things to your to do list, which sounds insane. Yeah. But you have to. Like, I'll be like, oh, took a shower. Write that down real quick. Took a shower. And then I take delight in the little X that I put in the box.
0: See, it is. It just brings its own kind of happiness. I I write things on my to do list, I'm not even kidding you, like drink water. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then when I do it, I'm like, Yeah, baby, high five of myself. I just drank some water today, you know. <laughs> just it's the little th- moms need that boost, you know. We need to be able to see that if the only thing we accomplished today was drink water, we actually got something
1: done. That's right got out of bed good we, job got out check. of bed check <laughs> kept children alive check <laughs> see see everybody at, at heart we're all doers who just want to yeah. like, accomplish these small tasks
0: yeah no that's totally right so what do you so so what do you recommend okay so somebody and everybody I'm going to link to this book cuz you all need to go buy it it's it's so fun and it's going to make you happy and frankly i mean i've been watching the news and a lot of happiness going on this is great <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is encouraging. And so I think it's fun just for people to realize, hey, you you have, God's given each of us, we're all, we come hardwired in a particular way. And it's important to kind of know, you know, I've learned about myself over the years. I love these personality assessment tests. I love them. I've never really looked at it, though, from the aspect of uh, happiness. I've just looked at it from the aspect of trying to figure myself out. And I think mm-hmm. what's great about this is it kind of accomplishes both things. It accomplishes helping me figure out why I do what I do. And also to just how I can just find joy in the unique way that God has wired us. I think part of what our job as mothers, right, is to help our kids figure out how they've been hardwired because God has a purpose for their life and He wants them to uh, be able to do what He's created them uniquely to do. And that's part of what, uh, what. It allows you to do when you figure out, hey, what's my happiness style? What a, what am I? I know, I'm I'm always uh like birthdays are hard for me because I'm really not a gifts person. I'm an acts of service person, which makes sense because I'm a doer. Um, and the and the gifts and the giver thing has always been really hard for me. But you know what's getting easier? As I was reading uh, reading through the happiness dare and just reading through some of the styles, what's getting easier for me is, um. Finding a way to incorporate what I'm naturally good at, which is doing, into working alongside somebody who is a giver or somebody who is an experiencer. My friend Carol, who's probably listening to this, we call her Fun Country Carol. That woman is a party in a box. She is always, you know, (laughs) every time I turn around, there's a sale. Anybody want to go to Southern California? Southwest Airlines is having a 99. And I'm like, I don't got time for that. look at my list. Eh, Can't do it. She drops whatever she's doing and she goes. And she'll take anybody with her. She's fun, country Carol. She loves to do that kind of stuff. And I think you know it'd be good for me as I'm reading about the other styles uh, that people have to figure out how I can enter in. I mean, what's your what's your advice? I guess, Jennifer, um, since I got you on the line when when other when other you know those of us who are doers or whatever are trying to figure out how can we enter into the lives of people who really come at. Uh, this life in a different way because God's hardwired him that way. What do you say to somebody like me who has um, people in their life who who are you know they're going to score fifty as an experiencer and maybe uh, you know thirty six as a doer or whatever? How can I enter into the life of the other person and really be a blessing to them?
1: Yeah, you know, maybe one way to think about this is in terms of a family. Let's say everybody took the test, the happiness style test, and you determine that you're a doer and your husband is an experiencer. Um, because he's still pract- he's like one of your kids. He's practically you know, right. He just it's fun. <laughs> like most kids are experiencers. He's fun, yeah. Uh, you've got a thinker kid, and let's say you've got a relator kid. So yeah. you're planning a family vacation. This is just one example. Since you're the doer, you are going to take great delight in planning that vacation, and because you want it, because you want to have that vacation go well. Look for ways, for instance, to meet the happiness sweet spots of everybody in your family. Like, make sure that you, even though it's not your comfort zone, go parasailing or, you know, swim with the dolphins or whatever, whatever kind of vacation you're at. If you've got a thinker, take time to go to that museum and let that thinker child linger over the, every exhibit and read all the plaques underneath of the exhibits and do whatever it takes. And then yep. you've got this relator child who really at the end of the day, just wants to sit next to mom and say, this was my favorite part, mom. Can I tell you about this? Can I tell mm, you about this? That's my Sydney. So, right. <laughs> so like, that's just that's just in the context of, of a vacation, even. Yeah. I think it's important that we recognize that the way that we are wired does not make us weird. It makes us wonderful. Mm, and that. that's true for adults, but it's also true for children. Just as they have different spiritual giftings, they've been wired to experience pleasure in godly ways, but in different ways. And no matter what their style is. Even Like like I said, even an experiencer is really, this is a reflection of how he or she was made in the image of God, this experiential God who gives us such beauty to behold and invites us into fun, this happy God who invites us into experiential relationships with Him, with people, and with the world. Mm, I love
0: that because it just reminds us we really are fearfully and wonderfully made and that God has something really special for each one of us. Uh, last summer, you, you know, our family lived in, well, you probably don't know this, my listeners know, our family lived in Chattanooga for four months last year uh, during my speaking season so that we could be together and it was easier to travel and those kinds of things. And we were traveling through Pigeon Forge one day, and I... uh I planned kind of a surprise for the for the family. I'm not much of an experiencer, but I stepped out of my comfort zone because I found a Groupon, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I found a Groupon and I told the kids we're you know driving in town really early on a on you know just trying to do something fun in the midst of the the week of you know a hard week of just traveling going from one conference to the next, and we went ziplining. We took Jay's mom with us too, so we ziplined through the Smoky Mountains. And as soon as I told, I just turned on the car and I said, "Guess where we're going? We're ziplining!" You know what they? You know what they all said to me. They all said, "You want to do that?" <laughs> that was the first reaction. They were like, "You're going to jump off a platform that's 150 feet off the air," and I was like. Are you kidding me? Yes, I am right now because I also like a good dare. So <laughs> that's great. The do word me likes good dare, and I think for those of you who are listening and you want a good dare, the happiness dare is a great a great way to sort of step outside your comfort zone, see how God is uniquely wired to you, and see how God's uniquely wired your children. So uh, we're going to link back to the uh, the test, and you can find out what your happiness style is. And I really want to encourage you uh, find Jennifer's book online. You can find it. I'll link back to it, but you can find it in bookstores everywhere. Uh, it's called the Happiness Dare by Jennifer Dukesley. Jennifer, you have been a delight. And I'm just, I'm happy just talking to you. Thanks for coming on the show. It's been a blast. Thanks, Heidi. You're welcome. Hey, for those of you who are curious about my schedule and want to know where I'm going to be next, please go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events, and you can click on the calendar there. I want to remind you that the event Fearless is starting to fill up, and that is happening in just a few weeks in Katy, Texas, just outside of Houston. Also, I forgot to say at the beginning, I am coming to New York for the first time to do a Fearless event there. That event is happening May 19th and 20th. We just opened registration for that. It's about halfway between Albany and New York City. And I would love to see you come out. We're gonna bring our whole staff. They're gonna have a great time just encouraging you uh, to be who God says you are. And uh, we're gonna bring a little happiness uh, to New York. So come on out and join us May 19th and 20th. Thanks everybody for listening today. I wanna to extend a special thanks to Jennifer Dukes-Lee for making everybody uh, really consider that God doesn't just want us to be holy. He also cares about our happiness. So thanks everybody for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.